0: Hey, welcome to the Grown
1: Manish Podcast. We back up for this thing. I'm your host Mike
0: J, and I have this is your boy Bowtie Fresh. How y'all doing this evening? It's been a long time. I say a long time, but maybe Damn. it's only it's only been a week, but it's been a long time for us.
1: Man, I think it's been like two, bro. I think the last time it's been recorded, two weeks. It like, it like it's been two weeks, man. So we now we apologize, Damn. man. Life life has happened, but we just been wanted to come back. Get y'all a little content, so y'all on the way. I know most people got to go back to work tomorrow. I know I'm not feeling that,
0: but uh, that's yeah. the one to get something yeah. tonight, man. Yeah, y'all a little something hey, bro, to listen so. to on the, on, the, on the morning ride to work, on the morning drive to work or, or ride or whatever it is, whether you're Uber, taking the bus, in your vehicle, or, you know, the train, whatever it is, give y'all a little something to listen to. Sorry, Mike J. said, we definitely apologize for the absence. We've had a lot going on uh, personally, both of us. So you know he's been trying to balance everything, but but we ain't forget about y'all. We back in the saddle, back full of throttle, and giving y'all uh, some of the stuff that y'all want to hear, giving y'all some stuff to talk about. Oh, Mike man how, hey, is, man, how was how was Thanksgiving, how was... bro? Man, it was cold man. Pretty laid back man.
1: Went uh, to my mama's house. You uh, know, kicked you know you know, you know both out on my mama. You know, mama stood down, made all this food and everything. Uh, seen my niece. Yeah. For those who don't know, my niece is uh like 19, 20 months old. So, I mean like nineteen months. So, you know, she's wanting to be independent eat by herself and do everything else. But she's still not in that status of saying no or falling out and doing all that type of stuff, man. So, so it's always tricked out, man, to go see her, man, because every time I say she'd do something else or getting more teeth or something like that. But it's cool,
0: man. So what was, what was over the top yeah, year, man. bro? Kids, kids are crazy, bro. Yeah, man, we uh, went over to my pop's house. You know my pops, Mike J. Mike J. knows my pops, man. My pops is the cook. He he throws down all the daggone time, and my pops definitely hooked it up, man. He had this, uh, he had all the traditional stuff, you know, the turkey and the mac and the the cranberries and all that type of stuff, but he had some, uh, like, some barbecue, like, beef, like, some shredded beef that he had, man. And that stuff was on point, man. He threw, threw me for a loop, but that stuff was definitely on point. So, shout out to Pops for. For uh, having me and my me and my kids and my family over and uh, enjoying some fun, enjoying some laughter. Definitely want to shout out to my sister. Uh, my sister uh, let us know that she is with child, so I definitely want to give a big what? shout out to my big sis. That's right. Uh, about to hope I'm I'm gonna have another uh, another another nephew or maybe a niece. Not sure. She's too too early along, but. Uh, it's gonna be all love uh, for for the Bowtie Fresh family. Uh, we can't wait. We just basically, you know, praying for for healthy for both mom and baby, and you know, ready to go. But yeah, definitely happy for my sister. My brother, he he, you know, he's over there doing this thing, man. He yeah, got got himself a little job now, and you know, it's, it's crazy. Oh. I feel extra old, like I got I got a brother, two brothers that are pretty much grown, and I got another brother that is. Um, in high school, he has got another year before he graduates But man, I feel old, but in, in that sense, but not in any other sense. You know, I'm a 35, young, spry, dapper gentleman. You know how it is.
1: <laughs> Dress shoes and jeans. Dress yeah, shoes man. and that's, that's
0: jeans. Yeah, no man. No stop. Might have a little ash to the oh, ankle, too, just for, just, you know. I'm <laughs> oh, hey, not the ankles. Yeah, man. So
1: it's definitely <laughs> man, been a blessing, man. I've been, you know, been ready to course, it's been like you know it's, it's on me this time usually because other way it was on me so definitely want to get to it man appreciate it. oh we have also breaking news we also have a Snapchat now so we have oh, a, yeah. you know we're on Snapchat Instagram Twitter uh let's see I think that is I think that also only thing we don't have is a Facebook but uh I guess if the people want us to get a Facebook then maybe we can do a Facebook but all the other ones that we usually we, we have so we have the Snapchat grown man is pod instagram grown man podcast twitter grown manish spot and if you have a comment you know send us an email grown manish podcast gmail.com
0: well yeah send us an email send us a direct message you know whatever you know we just want to we want to make sure we're in tune with you guys snapchat is i'm a big snapchat user from my personal life uh and you know i definitely want to Share some Snapchat and everyday stuff with you guys, uh, just just to try to connect with you. Let y'all know that, that Mike J and Bowtie Fresh, you know, we, we're people too. You know, we got families, and 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 you know, we're we're growing with our society and and with our uh, with ourselves and with each other too. So, I just we just want to make sure we can connect with y'all. So, you know, share your pics with us. You know, share your share your snaps with us or whatnot, and, and vice versa, and we'll get we'll get into it, y'all. No doubt, no doubt, man.
1: Well, man, I'm gonna jump into that damn Trump news, man. It's like we, see like so much stuff goes on, but I just want to kind of narrow it down to two different things, man. So, uh, you know, this week Trump continued to attack. You know, he continued to attack black people. So this time it was LeVar Ball and it was Olivier Vernon for the Dolphins because he kneeled before the flag. But uh, both I kind of want to ask you: Have you noticed that Trump all, only is always attacking people of color, specifically black people?
0: yeah I, I have noticed that it's always some sort of minority always uh i should say always uh, blacks because he's a, he's attacked other individuals with different different backgrounds but it does seem like he comes uh at the at the african Americans a lot and i don't- i don't understand why i don't know what his fixation is um you know and being a president being someone at that level you know you have to uh you know kind of be above things you know not not fall into the trap of things and he's he fell right into the Big Baller brand trap. I think I read an article where uh, LeVar Ball and Big Baller brand has garnered, I think it was $14 million worth of advertisement just from this whole back and forth uh, with Donald Trump. $14 million of free advertisement for Big Baller brand. I understand why, why Lavar Ball said, you know, Big Baller brand is going to have a great Thanksgiving. Because, <laughs> you know, wow, the, the, yeah, the man girl. used... Use Uses platform and, and just like everybody else has, you know, they didn't sucker forty five into into you know getting into things that that he, he should just kind of brush off. Like yeah, whatever, you know. As a president, some things just shouldn't be be on your level. You know what I'm saying? Like cause I, was it Trillville that said get on my level? Like, like yeah. there's things that you should just brush off. You know what I'm saying? Like as a president, the Ball is not apolog- or not uh, saying thank you or he's saying something about you. Like dude, who cares? I'm the president. You know what I mean? But he, uh, once again, he's baited into it, and he does it with other leaders oh, yeah. and stuff like that. So it's whatever, man. Shout out to LeVar Ball for making it happen, though. That that brother's out there getting it. Big ball of bread. Oh, oh yeah, man. But also I wanted to bring up
1: two points while we're talking about this point. The first point is Eminem was on the radio on a Shea 45 on satellite, and he was like, hey, I'm kind of offended because Trump hasn't acknowledged me. Now, for those, we all pretty much know who Eminem is, white rap, white stuff rapper, so great rapper. But now, this imagine if Eminem yeah. was a personal color. He, You know, Trump would have went back, and he would, he would never stop. But since, you know, Eminem is white, he has not said anything about that. Eminem would get out on the BET Awards and made a song, you know, freestyle about him, and everything else. So this is uh, very interesting that, you know, he's definitely playing to his uh, base. And speaking of playing to right. his base, uh, somebody called Trump out about always attacking people of color, so he retweeted. I think it was Saturday morning, Friday, or Saturday morning, and uh, make America great again. After that, so basically he just got the he just got the the base all riled up. So you know it's just man, this this dude's a fraud. He's a loser, the bum. He's just, I, I mean I feel like yeah, I don't know, I want to do like a test subject where I could just I just want to go and figure out If I him, will he like respond back to me? You know what I mean? Like, will he like get upset and like really, really respond back to me? You know, it's like dealing with a child, man. And then furthermore to break on this point, and then we can move on to something else. Yo, dude is getting upset because uh, they're not guaranteeing him to be Time Magazine Person of the Year, bro. Right. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I just read that. Yeah, it's just I mean this dude is what? like uh, beyond an egomaniac. I've never. I don't I was. I was talking. Talk, and then I really think that he has some type of mental issues that he, I think he's gone. On. I mean, I really mm. think that they should have something. They should be, I'm serious. And I mean, for every, you know, per- person in the president, there should be some type of psychological evaluation because they say, you know, allegedly that Ronald Reagan had Alzheimer's while he was in the White House as he was in his second mm. term. Yo, my, the way my man acts, he acts, Trump acts like he has C P E. You know what I'm saying? And that man ain't playing yeah. a bit of football. I mean, the way he acts <laughs> and everything else, no, he's, he's a sociopath, man. So, I don't know, man. I just, I really think the man has some type of mental black or CCE. But, you know, it's, it's whatever, man. But, uh, hey,
0: man, I just, I yeah, really. I think it's, it's, it's really just really one of those things. The whole Time magazine thing, it's just another one of those things. Yeah. Like, really, like, why even waste your time, you know, lying about it or, you know, trying to you know put yourself in a position. Oh, why aren't I the person? Do you want to every every year that you're in office, you want to be the man of the year, the person of the year? Like, come on, man. Again, you have bigger fish to fry. Move on. Keep it moving. Let's and let's deal sh- with sh- serious things going on.
1: Shout out to Obama's uh, personal photographer. Hey, you know they posted like those 12 times that, t- that Obama was on Time magazine. Oh, you know you know Trump, yeah. so you know he's heated. And one time at the yeah, um, uh, Flotus, just, you know, Michelle Obama was on was on the cover. Maybe once or twice. So real, 12 times that the, I mean, the, the real president in 44 was on time, and then I think twice for Michelle Obama being on on the cover. So Trump has never been on the cover, even though he had that fake Trump cover of Time magazine in his office that time. But doesn't even hear no that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Hey man, so we're gonna
1: move on to like you know sit on the twizzler and bowtie. I want you to talk about rapper Bob.
0: Man, what is going on with Bob, bro? Like for real. So we, my, my J and I, are giving Bob to sit on the twizzler award this 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 show because uh, Bob made a statement stating that he does not believe in slavery because he does not see any evidence of slave ships. So just because you um, have no evidence or, you know, there's been no slave ship pulled from the deep or, you know, anything like that, um, a B.O.B. feels that there was no slavery. there didn't happen. There's no evidence of it. This is also the, the, the gentleman that has said that he believes that the earth is flat, um, that, you know, space travel are, in itself is questionable, but we always see certain images of the same images um, given of the world or whatnot, and there's no evidence that shows that it's that it's around. I, I don't know, man. I don't know if this guy is just kind of like in his own head. I don't know if he's kind of on that on on the laced ganja. I don't know if he's just a conspiracy theorist type guy, or if, if, if he doesn't just want attention, man. Like I I don't know, man. What do you think? What do you think about this cat? I don't know, man. I
1: guess for me, you know, my, you know, I think he's kind of wanting attention. It might be a little touch, but for somebody who, I, you know, and I'm not trying to brag, but <laughs> oh, I do have history gotcha. degree. so you can look if you know there's there are records, official records of of countries going to Africa doing Atlantic slave trade, because that's you know they kept ledgers, you know that's why mm-hmm. you can go back and say hey, slavery existed because hey they picked up this amount of slaves, this some these amount of slaves right. died on the trip back. There's first person accounts. Right. And even if you feel like you need to see a model, you could go to. Uh, last year, I went to the uh, National. Uh, I went to African American History Museum. This is uh, uh in Washington oh, yeah. D.C. And they have a huge mm-hmm. model of a slave ship. They have the locks and stuff that they kept the slaves in, like the chains and everything. So I don't know, man. I'm you know I'm not trying to get on like a whole like super I'm smart type tangent because that but these are just historical facts that anybody could look up. So I don't see this thing. Maybe he's supposed time to get attention. D.O.P. hasn't had a, had a hit song in a long time, so maybe he's... I was going to say, is there, is there an
0: album coming, attention. mixtape coming soon? I something? don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I won't waste my time listening to it. So I don't know, man. So what type of Twizzle do you want B.O.P. to sit
0: on? Oh, man. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and give give Twizzle, since he doesn't believe in slavery. I'm going to go ahead and give him that black that black licorice Twizzler pulling Peel Boy. <laughs> <laughs> let it, let, let oh, him yeah. know, like, bruh. I'm sure. I'm sure there's somebody, your ancestors and your your grandparents and great grandparents, so forth and so on. I, I'm I'm sure they'll have something to say about about it, Mr. B. L. B. No disrespect to you, you know. Uh, you know whatever you believe in or whatever you want to think, that's on you. But well, from a grown man, this podcast, you are gonna sit on the twister because you dead ass wrong on this. No doubt, no doubt. So mine sit on the twister award
1: man. and his eyes as well. Oh, I mean, for those who don't know, I love the New York Times. I so read this article in the New York Times and if yep. you guys want to read it, I posted it on the uh, grown man H 5 Twitter account. It's called uh, America's Heartland and Nazi Sympathizer Next Door. So in this article, a good article you know, in the article, yeah, the article talks about, you know, how they have a Nazi sympathizer next door and they try to make, like regulate his behavior that they you know, he goes to Applebee's and eats bonus chicken uh chicken wings, which are trash by the way. And he does, like, all this his normal stuff. <laughs> Man, as you getting later in the article, they talk about, let's see, he uh, appears on racist podcast, he participated in Charlottesville, and he posts racist things on faith. These are just a small, minute things of the stuff he does. But I, both time, I want to know, when did becoming a Nazi sympathize be normal? I mean, any time right. he got mentioned with Nazi, it was a done deal. It was a wrap. So what do you right.
0: think? Yeah, I, I, honestly, I think it, it, it's a wrap. I don't, I don't understand the the non the Nazi sympathizer. You know what I mean? Like, I, in in this in this country, you know, you should be free to you know believe or whatnot, whether it's religion, your your way of life, your way of thinking or whatnot. You know, so be it. But when you are doing something, you know, that that is supporting something so negative and so violent that that actually harms and hurts others. Then, then there should be something said about that. And, and the the sympathizer, I mean, again, you can say all you want, you know, oh he should be able to do this or do that or what have you. Nah, bro, there, there, there's no, there's none of that, none of that sympathy, you know, for me at all. And I feel that, I mean, I, I, to me, that's 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 just another form that people throw the word around, but you know, terrorism or whatnot. I mean, you just you, you're out there spreading hate. You know, whether you're doing it, you know, covertly or overtly, you know, one or the other is ridiculous. So, you know, I'm not with it. I need these people need to be exposed, wherever they are, whoever they are. You know, bring bring light to it, because uh, I'm not with it.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt. So, the New York Times, but the New York Times, they did they did send something out. They did apologize for offending his readers. But I think as, as far as the New York Times, one of the premier newspapers in the world. They need to go ahead and sit on right. the twist. So they're gonna sit on that red pulling pill. You know, twist it around, man. Cause that's some bull. And somebody who reads the New York Times and is gets to
0: New York Times, right. it's like seven dollars.
1: So that's, that's what I was gonna. I was bro. gonna say that Definitely. too. Like,
0: I I am a reader of the New York Times. I I follow their social. You know, their social uh, media. You know, pages and things of that nature. But I also read it because, and and I do. I I, I like some of the things that they do, and I respect them for. You know, I, I don't need an apology for them posting this or, or, you know, publishing this article. I don't need an apology. I respect them for doing it. It just opened my eyes to a few things, um, and, I, and I'm going to continue to read the New York Times. I'm going to continue to follow the, the work that they do. You know what I'm saying? It's not, is, is, it, to me, it's just a lapse in judgment. You know, I, I respect what you put out, but you know, they were, they were wrong in this, and, and the, the individuals that support these, you know, sympathizers or Nazi movement, you know, they can sit on the twizzle, or um, but it's, but but again, I I do and will continue to read the New York Times because I feel like I I'm getting uh, a pulse of what's going on and and sometimes it's cutting edge and sometimes I agree with it and sometimes I don't but um they can sit on that red pulling pill for right now at least for next week.
1: Oh yeah, no doubt, man. So hey, man, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in sports, man. So uh, what's up with your man Dwight Howard, bro? Thirty five thousand for <laughs> like flipping it, like putting like he act like he was on uh. You know, get a fellatio type signal. I don't know if it was a, a person in the crowd or a player on the court. So, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I I think uh I think Dwight might have been behind of trying to send a send a signal to the Instagram models after the game. Like I <laughs> oh,
1: I, I don't know. Oh, I don't know,
0: man. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is with 30, 35,000 35, notes to someone like Dwight Howard, like NBA. Y'all could have kept that. I mean, that's that's literally like. That's like finding me seven dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like thirty-five thousand. If you're going to find it, make it worthwhile. If, if you know, if not, just let it go. You know, let the team deal with it or the coach deal with it. Let the coach bench him for you know, the fourth quarter or the last few minutes of the game or something like that. But the, to me, the fine was just pointless. That's just saying, oh, we can find you for this. Uh, that, that's that's ridiculous. He he probably he probably had that in his pocket. He's like, here, take take it. Keep keep it pushing. Leave me alone. Um, all yeah, right, but man. I don't know. I don't I don't, know. I don't know. I don't know if those for the fan or another player or the referee. I you know, like I said, he may to, I think he was just, you know, taking note for the for the Instagram models and anybody else after the game, you know. It's open season. It's warm outside.
1: Hey man, you know, Hey, hey, I you know. That's Dwayne what I'm had saying. Like six seven kids, man. So Dwight Dwight them down. No no all all, all, all no pull out, just straight straight strong to the straight strong to the service. On, man. Yeah, man. But I do got a question <laughs> again, for you. Skin hey, on bro. So, <laughs> so I know, right? So, you know, you and I we differ on, on on
0: a lot of different things and people may not know
1: that, but you know, what do you think the yeah. White Howard legacy will be once this career is over?
0: I don't know, man. Like you and I you and I've had this discussion before and this is one of those things that we differ on. Like I definitely respect the numbers and and you and I've had this discussion. I, I respect the numbers. But I don't know, man. Like I just Legacy to me, Hall of Famer to me, a lot of people look at it and say, oh, it's about the numbers, it's about production. To me, Bowtie Fresh, it's a little bit more than that. I, I need to know, like, your legacy, your, your you know, Hall of Fame, you know, this or whatever, like, I need to know that not only did you produce the numbers, but you, you had your head in the game at all times. You were out there wheeling your team to, to a victory no matter what. You weren't involved in a bunch of shenanigans and all this other extracurricular stuff, to me, that's a part of your legacy—the numbers and the intangibles. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. Like I think, I think people will remember him. His legacy will be—he was great in the beginning of his years. You know, in the beginning of his career. You know, as far as the rebounds and blocks and you know points. He took a team. Did he take a team to the finals? I mean, yeah, he took one of the most talented teams to the finals. So. Yeah, yeah,
1: they
0: yeah. Lost, so they I, lost, I mean, I think, I think, I think, I think people. I think people will remember that, but at the same time, I think people will remember him more. They, people are going to call him a head case or call him immature. Like, I think that that's what his legacy will be because he still had, and, and potentially has, but he had a lot of good years left in when him. He, when he went to uh, Los Angeles and, you know, even when he was in Houston, like he had the ability to, to pretty much still put up some pretty solid numbers. He had all-star capabilities still. And he was just, you know, squandering away doing randomness on court, off court, whatever. Like hey, he wasn't in the game, I think that's what his legacy will be. I think those things will overshine his actual you know, legit numbers. That's just my opinion.
1: Okay, well I'm gonna jump in. I definitely think he's gonna yeah. be a Hall of Famer. I mean, between the numbers, the fact I'm taking Orlando, which was didn't have any other star players, and and uh, Jameer Nelson was hurt that year. they went to the finals. But I think I think also the White will be an interesting case for one the fact of, you know, he being, like like Bowtie said, he was, in, you know, he would have, you know, it's going to be known as maybe a head case. But I read this article this summer it was very interesting talking about how he just, as a man, wasn't re- as a young man, wasn't ready for the NBA. Like he said, he was like, you know, he's going on there. You know, he's 17, 18 years old. white Howard went to a small Christian school. He's hanging out with 30-year-old men at the strip club. And I think he might have been a virgin before he got to the NBA. all these different things happening, like kind of like Dwight Howell got turned out. I'm not making any excuses for him. You know, this is a very interesting point. But, you know, to go back to the basketball, I definitely think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. And I think there's Hall of Famers who put up numbers. They did everything. But, you know, I just think in every sport there's Hall of Famers that they're like, oh, they weren't like, you know, the preeminent, you know, dominant force of the head might not have been in the game. But I do think we step between those lines that, you know, he was a preeminent big man. Of his generation, and the fact that when he played for the Lakers, he did play, with, play a whole season with Torn Labril. So, I mean, I think that. I think that. Yeah, you I forgot know, about that. I game, forgot about the injury. The game kind of has changed with Dwight, you know, with the big the evolution of the big man, where it's not a post up game anymore. It's like stepping away at yeah. 15, 18 feet. So, I mean, it's just it's going to be interesting. I definitely think he should be a Hall of Famer. I mean, just the fact that he's the mm-hmm. player of the year because he was just. I mean, and
0: then, you know, Dwight,
1: he was just like you had to count for him on both sides of the court. But, you know, I definitely – it's going to be interesting
0: first, once, he, once he hangs him up. I'm going to ask you this. First ballot, ballot? You said you think he's definitely a Hall of Famer, so you think he's first ballot?
1: I mean, I think – I mean, first ballot comes to be – it depends on when he leaves and who's on the ballot with him. You know what I mean? Because you say, for yeah. instance, that you – I mean, it looks see, Dwight, I think, is like 32. He's older than LeBron. No, it's older. LeBron is older than that. maybe like, what, 30? Is, is he older than LeBron? Like 32, 33? Yeah, I think he's older. older than LeBron. He's,
0: not, he's like 34.
1: Well, when he's in that thing, so they're going to be way LeBron, you know, him, you know, Melo, they're all going to be probably leaving the game around the same time. But, you know, if you look at somebody like Sousa, say if he came down to or Melo, he is saying mean, he won more than Melo, he took the team to the final, you know, so we can look at that. Melo's going to have great numbers, and Melo's the first ever Hall of Famer. And this is also from yeah. the eye test. So, and I have think Dwight, man, you know, it's it's crazy how his life went, and the kids. You know, we make jokes about it and everything else, man. But he's just, you know, like a big kid. But you know, when it comes to basketball, I definitely think that you know he should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. This is what he's what he's done, you know, with the, on, the, on the basketball, man. So I kind of want to get your opinion about that. But uh, another cat that you know yeah. that that we both know, and you being a former, you being a Chicago Bulls fan, is Derek Rose, man. You know, I've seen Derek Rose yeah. taking some time off to, you know, decide if he wants to continue, man. And I've seen he was getting a lot of slander. And he's another Cavalier, yeah, he very was. interesting backstory. You know what I mean? You know, and I think, yeah. you know, personally, and I'm going to let you opine on this, it's like, when he, you don't know, I mean, Derek Rose is raised in poverty, and I'm not making fun of it. You know, he was just trying to be a basketball player. Think of the pressure he's had. Since so, him, you know, they knew he was gonna be the one. And basically having to take care of your family, eighteen, nineteen years old, and everything is based off of basketball. And I think mentally, he just, you know, between being hurt and everything else, these guys don't get a chance to actually grow and become, you know, men at the appropriate time because they're be, they becoming men at eighteen, nineteen years old because of what they can do on a basketball court. Yeah, so, I honestly know, feel
0: like I feel like problem. that's. A- yeah, I was gonna say I feel like uh, I'm a Derrick Rose fan. Uh, you know, with Chicago, I was a Derrick Rose fan when he was in New York. You know, because I, I wanted to see the brother succeed. Um, I definitely think that he is a product of his body failing him. Um, I think that the biggest thing for him is just that he continues to have these injuries. I think right now he has like a like an ankle injury of some kind that it's not career-ending. Um, but it's kind of setting him back some. And I think the fact that he's had those knee injuries and had to recover and spent lot of time off the court, um, and he finally was able to kind of get going, like, toward the end of his, his tenure in New York. And he's been doing – he's actually been playing some good basketball in Cleveland. And just to have another setback, I think this brother's in – I think he's in his own head. It's just like, you know, damn, you know, can I catch a break? You know, going from the M, being an MVP – and being one of the most dominant players in the, in the L, like in the league, when he was in his prime, like there's no question that, that Derrick Rose was dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you could hate the Chicago Bulls and so forth and so on, but there's no question that he was he was killing it. Um, to go from that into, you know, the, just the back-to-back injuries and, you know, kind of being, you know, the Bulls letting him go. You know, he went and got signed with New York. You know, played decently there, but it was just kind of like I I think that some of those mental things, like you said earlier, like you had to grow up real fast and I don't think that um, some of that uh, was allowed for him, you know what I mean? I I think that he never just quite developed that, that mental toughness. I'm not saying he's mentally weak at all, I'm just saying that there are things that can take their toll on you, you know what I'm saying? Especially at that level, such scrutiny, such slander coming upon you, people calling you, oh, you're a bum and he's this and he's that and he's that. You can't say that that man, that man didn't choose to have his knees go out on him. The man didn't choose to have his shoulder hurt. That man didn't choose to have his ankle go out. He didn't choose that. that how, how can you say he's a bum or he's this or he's that? If he was healthy, there's a good chance that he would have still been dominated. You know what I'm saying? Like, If he never had those knee injuries... Like, I honestly think that he would still be a force to be reckoned with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he would still, right now, we would have him. I, I don't know about Westbrook. Westbrook's running at a whole other level. But he would be in the conversation. If he if he had never had those injuries, the Westbrooks, the 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 Steph Curry, the John Wall, John Wall's an absolute beast. Uh, shout out to my boy Mike Jackson about that. He's a Blizzard's fan. But, I mean, I think that if Derrick Rose hadn't had those injuries, he'd be right in those conversations with, with those type of players. Like I said, unfortunately, his body gave gave out on him, you know. Yeah. And you know, and I watched Derrick Rose, you know,
1: I'm a Pacers fan, and I just love the way he got to the bucket, man. I think it's, that's one of my favorite parts of basketball is somebody who can sit back, cross you up, and get to the lane and finish either, you know, with a floater or a rose to finish above the above the rim. So I mean, yeah. like I
0: said, but he did. I he of, had he had that was, he had that floater. He had he can finish at the yeah. right. He'll boom on you. Had that little floater, that little teardrop action. He had that little up and under reverse that, you know, he would get from one side of the, to, to the rack to the other. I mean, he, he like you said, he would finish strong at the rim. And if he didn't finish the bucket, he would get, if he didn't get the and one, you would definitely foul him. I mean, yeah. it just is what it is.
1: Yeah, man. I remember watching him. They showed some AA footage. It was him. And Eric Gordon and Eric Gordon, he's from Naptown. He's oh, yeah. Indianapolis. They were in the same backcourt. Nap Town. You know, it was just it was so, you know, it was just crazy, man. I've been watching the kids since my kid, but since he was like 16, 17 years old. So to yeah. see him go out like that. But like Bop said, I definitely think with the knees didn't go out, he'd be in that upper echelon of point guard you know, like a Westbrook and those type of guys were getting the numbers and everything else. But before I jump off here, yeah, man. I still don't think he deserved the MVP over LeBron that year. If you look at – this is not even because I don't like the Bulls. I'm just going, I think it was one yeah. of those things they just didn't want to get him the MVP because it was LeBron. But uh, I still don't – if you look at the numbers, his numbers weren't better. If the, the advanced stats weren't better than Dwight Howard, nor they were better than LeBron. But, you know, I can't get that dude He deserved everything he got as far as on the positive on the court. And – um Definitely man. Oh, hopefully yeah. that's, you know, hopefully he that's that pray for that brother, man. Gets it oh yeah. And also wanna get that bag because if he retires Adidas he Adidas won't have to pay another eighty million dollars. So we got all for brothers getting the bag. So uh definitely wanna oh, hopefully yeah. he just keeps playing so he can get so he can get the bag, man, because, you know, it's all about building intergenerational wealth in our community. So just try to give him a little political hub right there. But, you know, definitely oh, yeah. you get the bag, man. Hey man, so uh definitely, man. So I want to talk about the NFL. I mean, we're gonna to get to the funny part next, man. But what do you think about this season? I know I haven't really been into it. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, I can't say that I have been into the NFL season as much as I have been in the past, uh, and that's partially due to my the Indianapolis Colts just just being straight up toilet water. I mean, like I I I don't even know what to say about these dudes. Once again today, they lose a lose a damn game in the fourth quarter. So I I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's because my fantasy football's gone to the shitter. Like I, I just I'm just tuned out. But I will say I have enjoyed seeing my boy uh, Antonio Brown. I don't like the Steelers, but I definitely like that brother. Like that that brother goes out, he plays hard. He does does his thing on the field, off the field. He, you know, seemingly a, a good guy, but you know, I, I just like the fact that, I, that that A B still getting it. Roethlisberger throwing lame ducks up to him, and he's still making it happen. You know what I'm saying? I, I I've enjoyed watching certain certain players. I've enjoyed watching. So um, I've enjoyed seeing Mark In, or, or uh, yeah Mark Ingram play for the new for the uh, Saints, the running back. Um, He's kind of had he's kind of kind of bounced back. I mean, he had a decent season at the end of last season. He kind of things were kind of rough for him, but it seems like that brother's found his footing too. And you know, I mean, just a a back that's you know able to catch out of the backfield. You know, he's still running in between the tackles. He still got a little bit of burst. You know, to the outside. I've I've enjoyed watching that cat. I've actually enjoyed watching Marlon Mack uh, for the Colts. He had the fumble today, but. I I like what I see from him being a Colts fan and looking toward the future for the Colts. Uh, I definitely think that that Marlon Mack will be it. So, like I said, I I haven't been as engaged as normal. Um, I think I've just had some time to watch certain people, watch certain teams play, and, you know, just being able to enjoy cats. Since My team kind of is in the shitter right now, just enjoying different cats, you know, watching them and, and their abilities. Yeah, man, kind of similar.
1: Uh, you know, I'm a Giants and Colts fan. Uh, I was born in Jersey, and I always love the Giants, but I grew up in that, so I you know, love the Colts. When the Giants, I'm just hoping for them to tank. And the Colts, man, yeah, they're three and eight, so hopefully we can get a good good draft pick. But, uh, you know, similar. A lot of injuries in the NFL this year. You know, a lot of league players aren't you know are aren't playing. Aaron Rodgers, uh, Richard Sherman. But different players are out, so it's just kind of different. Yeah, so Everybody's without that no'
0: don't, don't live out OBJ, man.
1: Oh, yeah, electrifying. These out, too. Yeah, man. But I do want to get to a funny story. Did you see the to, to Aqib uh Michael Crabtree, Part 2?
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, man, to Talib is just like that. Before
1: you, put him in on Part 1, bro. Put him in on Part 1. That was last year.
0: That way some people might not oh, know yeah, about so, Part 1. So, so basically, a t, a key to Talib is a defensive back, cornerback, for the Denver for Broncos. Michael Crabtree is a wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. Uh, so pretty much, they always end up matching up against each other. They they always have this verbal banter back and forth, um, kind kind of kind of like uh, Dez and 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 uh, your boy from the Redskins. Um, but last year, Akeem to and, and you know Crabtree, they get to the jaw and so forth and so on, and Akeem snatches his chain like like he's a rapper in a club or something. You know, you know like Debo. You just say like, snatches his chain and throws it. So that kind of escalates. They, you know, exchange some some you know, some some physicality so forth and so on. <laughs> so fast forward to today, they back at it again. John going back and forth or whatnot. And Man, the key to leave, cool. always matched up. Man, Taleb ran up even <laughs> done the same thing. Snatched his chain again. <laughs> Threw it. So this time they they ended up actually throwing some throwing some hands. Uh Throwing hands and shoulder pads and helmets, number one, I'm a, I'm a wide receiver and cornerback. I need my hands. It's my money, make. I'm not going to be throwing. I'm not going to be swinging at a helmet or shoulder pads. I did see uh, Crabtree take his helmet off, though, but uh, a little bit more than them, you know, the whole team's kind of gotten involved and in, you know, some pushing and shoving and swinging and all that type of stuff. Man, I, I just think Akeem Talib is just – he's just punking old dude. Like, he's, just at, he's at that point. He's in his head. He's he's getting he's bodying him up and he's just like that bully, just like, man, sh- shut your little ass up. Give me a chain. <laughs> so I mean, like, if oh. I was Crabtree, like, I don't know. Like, do you wear a chain next time y'all meet or do you not? Like do you just keep getting it fixed. Is it the same chain? Like what happens? <laughs> you have to did, wear it. did he did he, did he go did, did he go out did he go out like did he go out like my man on uh Friday? Like, man, this my my grandmother gave me that chain, man. Oh <laughs> <All> red. <laughs> <All> red. <laughs> red. Nah, I think
1: you have to wear it because then you really ain't, you get you got in your head, man. But also, listen, you know, allegedly, you know, I know Keith live a few years ago. Uh, allegedly, I uh, pulled that tool and uh, shot at uh, I think his mama's boyfriend or something like that. So, yeah, uh, he's a definitely a re ready all star. And who will had uh, and who will had a and who will had that, that 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 pistol on him at all times. So got that
0: hammer on the hip.
1: Honestly, man, Crabtree, he just needs to say, Hey, coach, let me play. No, if Taleb lines up on the left, I'll line up on the right. And leave lines up there, I'll line up on the slot. Don't say nothing to that man. Don't make eye contact. You walk by right. and, just, and you keep it moving. You might want to send them an edible arrangement to say, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Let's, let the edible down, arrangement. Let's do Hey, let's do something for charity. You know what I'm saying? You know how cats, you know, they want to squash the bees and everything. They try to settle, and, you know, they want to make look it look uh, like they got pumped. So let's do it for charity, let's do it for the kids. They both from Texas. I know uh, Talib went to he went to Kansas and Crabtree was the Texas Tech. But I know Crabtree's from Dallas. I know Talib is around that area too, man. So maybe they can do it for the kids in Dallas have a football camp and squash it, man. But that man needs to stay away from Tlaib. He's a we ready all star. And, and it keeps the Roscoe, the burning, the, the you know, the pistol, all that stuff on him. But so leave that man alone. Just like on Red, Daddy said, you do Leave them good folks people alone. Leave that man alone. Man. Leave him alone. Don't bust his business, man. So that's he enough. had to. He, he, is, had, a, he like. had to have
0: big. Had to have big brother Marshawn Lynch come over there and help him. If like he, Marshawn went over and told the kid, man, just leave him alone, man. You 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 know he you know yeah. he you know he's small, man. Why you why don't mess with him, bro? Please. <laughs> Yeah, um, man. Yeah, you know, it's just you
1: just got it. Got to be like that, man. But uh, you know, speaking of of uh of beef, yo, what's up, hey man? It's like New York was running things in hip hop for once this time, man. You know, the Freddie versus Jason, the Fabulous and Jada Kids drop, which is really good. But then Mason Cameron, Y'all yo, put you on to this, man. So you know, what do you think of their respective dishes?
0: Hey man. So number one. Like Mike J said, we both, we grew up listening to these cats, you know, grew up listening to Mace, we were listening to Cam. You know, I like the set, the little dip set action, you know, Cam, Zeke, you know, Jewel, I, I I rock with them. In this in this instance, though, my opinion, I think Mace kind of got him a little bit. I think Mace's, got him. Mace had more of a flow. I think Mace, Mace kind of came at him and, and Cam wasn't really ready. And I think Cam's diss was like, oh, crap. You know, I ain't going to get Nicki Minaj. I got to throw something out right now. So, I think it was just one of them things like, oh, I got to hurt and throw it. You know, hurt and throw something out there. I think I think Mace might have got him on this one. though. At least round one, I'm giving it to Mace, man. Who, 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 who you got?
1: I'm going to have to go, man. I'm going to put like this. I'll give it to Mace because I listened to Mace this three times. I listened to Cam, I think twice. You know, and then the fact mm-hmm. that Mace was hitting me with punchline, punchline. And the stuff that, you know, Cam Mace was talking about. my camera, I seen it. Yeah, we all know true life smack cam. Yeah, you know, we know, you know, and I'm not right. horrifying this. We know Cam got shot in D.C. and I've seen the footage when he left
0: Jim Jones at the rocker. And it was, and they was he did leave Jim court. Jones at the rocker, man. <laughs> hey, yo, man, like, Cam yo. looked like Cam looked like Lonzo Ball, man. <laughs> cam looked like hey, Lonzo man. Ball when he walked away from the fight. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so I mean, when it
0: kind of hey, when it when
1: it comes to that, yo man, fuck the fact of yo Mace ain't been active. Yo man, the last time they talking yeah. was like what? When did Double Up come like ninety nine? Yo, we were like a, yeah like or a, like a junior, in high school? Yo man, this he is not even like. Came, came back with that. Cool. Welcome back. Welcome back.
0: Welcome back. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs>
1: yeah. But you know, was just, he's not active but he still but the thing about Mace that I like, he still had his flow. But sometimes you see a cat when they're not active and they come back, yo, know, they, they come back rocking like, you know, it's like nineteen eighty five and they just lose their flow, but Mace came back with it. Now I don't know if he's yeah, still he preaching or anything like that, you know, but you know, I I think Mace got it, man. I did see on Instagram that you know, Mace was like, You still my brother if you want to you wanna be and then Cat was like, Yeah, you're my brother so hopefully this is over because I know Cam was like yeah, super hopefully super they petty, watch and I maybe I'm hypocritical because I'm you know both sides know how petty I am. If you say something to me <laughs> on social media, anything like that or whatever, I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> I you know I, I that's just me. I'm that's a character flaw. I, I'm not gonna lie. I am like supremely petty, and I will air you out because that's just kind of how I get down. But hopefully, man, they can just end so that, me, man. They they're like forty so years old.
0: I'm going to ask you this, man. You, you, you are a music connoisseur at, like myself. You know, we like it. We, we definitely both get into music. So what do you think are the makings of a good diss track? Like, what are some of the things that a good diss track includes? Witty. You got to be witty. Funny. The beat
1: got to not. Because there's nothing worse than, than dissing somebody over a beat that don't. You can have all the punchlines in the world. Man, but I think it's, it has to be, to me, it has to be witty. Like, let's just say something like hit em up. Everybody's mom hit him up. To me, hit them up wasn't that good because it wasn't witty. Anybody, that's just like, mm-hmm. anybody, okay, you ever see, so you remember when we was kids or even adults, people stay with, like, Joan on each other, Flam, or however y'all want to call it, right? And it's easy to say, oh, that's mm-hmm. your mama, fuck your mama, she's a bitch. Oh, okay, that's cool. Ha-ha. But the fly cat is the catch that can diss you and stay a whole and can build it up and it's tear you up. Right. Like all, it's like a, a thousand paper cuts that'll kill you. And right. they're witty. And I think like the w- true wittiness of a rapper is what is what is what is what gets you. so that's kinda of, for me the wit is beat, it's flow and really you want to humiliate somebody, like to me take over is like, you know, it's not my favorite, but it's one of the great ones because he hit with so many facts, but it was also funny too. So, I
0: mean, what about you? Right. I don't know. I, I was going to say I, I definitely agree. It definitely has to have some, some great production, a hard hit beat. Um, but I, I think that the, the wittiness comes from it. I'm not so much like facts are cool. You know, you can talk about your numbers or your money or somebody else's, you know, dirty draws or whatever the case may be. Dirty dirty chick or whatnot. Like, that part is cool. I want to know, like, not necessarily how much you can tear somebody down, but like I want, I want to know like how creative you can get when you're tearing them down, when you are flaming them. How creative can you get? You know what I'm saying? One one liners, punch lines, so forth and so on. Cool, but like what else? How creative can you get? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like to me, like I'm I'm a I'm a fabulous fan. You know, from East Coast rappers, and I think that that fabulous is is so so witty. I think that he's very creative. Like, that's somebody that I would not want to, like, get flamed by or somebody that I would not want to, like, have a have a battle against or whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just think that Fabulous would be one of them cats that will just come with some old outlandish stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that that's – to me, that's what makes a good diss track. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the beat, your creativity, and, and, and like you said, probably your, probably your wittiness. Yeah. I mean, and I,
1: for me, I talk about facts, not about money. But say, for instance, you got smacked up, right? But you acting like yeah. you're like a super gangster rapper. When you got smacked Tough, up, you say it in a funny way? You know what I'm saying? Did you, did you right. get it? I mean, when you get exposed, that's my thing. You know, I don't care about I, I got more money than you. I mean, that's an easy argument. You know what I mean? Because you could always, if it was right. like that, then you could m M&M, He's like, all right, I got more money than you. Ha, ha, ha. You know, that battle's over. But I really right. think, you know, kind of like what you said, man. It's about the wittiness, man. So, banking
0: off of that, give me your favorite. So, like, hip-hop hip-hop M- Eminem. First. I don't. I, I wouldn't want to get dissed by Eminem either. No, <laughs> you said that like I. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to have to go back and forth with that cat.
1: Nah, no. nah, man. So not at all. So
0: what's your favorite hip hop diss track? Ah oh, man. Uh, well, give me a couple if you can't narrow down. I, like okay, so. I would probably say my my two go-to's <laughs> for for hip hop diss tracks or rap diss tracks whatever you want to call them just because they're my favorite um Ether first and foremost like that that's that's always my go to and he said he Nas, he Paul Jay-Z Jay-Z said you tabo ho like like for real dude <laughs> like you just going to throw that out there um so Ether's probably probably always going to be one of my top one or two and then for for those of y'all don't know uh, I, I like that. I like the South rap. So I'm gonna have to go with UNLV and Yellow Boys. Drag Drag 'em through the river. That mystical diss. So that beat was that beat was just flagrant number one, and just the stuff that Yellow Boy said on there, <laughs> the things that he said, the way he said it over that beat. Uh, that's probably another one of my favorite diss tracks. So, yeah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Drag 'em through the river and and Ether.
1: Oh man, for me what about you, man. Oh man. Oh man. Uh I'm probably gonna have to go with I mean, I I think Takeover phenomenal. And and if yeah. i and another song I think is uh is oh man, another one I think is is oh it's probably, it's like two. It's like Tom and the bitch and you go ahead. Man, he flamed the, he the hell out of ice cube. He flamed the hell out of ice cube and the bitch and you and then ice cube he flamed the hell out of N.W.A. on a, not on 100 I don't know, was a, I cannot think of the song. I know, I know. He's like, God, that wrong? oh Jesus. I mean, if I can't. Anyway, it's that Cube diss on N.W.A. And I'm a, like, a am a okay. hip hop head, so I'm just gonna bother me until I think about it. But yeah, man. So that's one thing. So it's like, you know, we're gonna, I'm gonna post something on our uh, Twitter after the episode, man. Our favorite hip, your favorite hip hop diss track. So we're gonna post it up, man. And you know, we'll sit back, we'll talk about them on the next show. So, you know, this you know, we all no love music. But music. Let us is something let us know what y'all think, goes. man.
0: East coast, west coast, south southward, wherever. You know, let us let us know. UK, yeah. if y'all battling over there, you know, man may not be hot. You know, man's not hot. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> uh, whatever, man. Let us all let right. us know. Let us know who y'all rock with.
1: Yeah, definitely. So and then why? So we'll definitely. I'm gonna post that on our Instagram. I'll post it on uh. I'll post it on our Twitter. You know what I mean? So definitely get back with us and tell us why, man. You know, why your favorite dish track and why. It can be as long as you want the one to be and then we'll talk about it on the next show. But man, I kinda we got a new segment, like kinda like a throwback week in hip hop, grown man This throwback week in hip hop. So on this on November twenty third, nineteen ninety three, Snoop Dogg released his first C D, Doggy Style. <laughs> now, Doggy Style. The impact of doggy, doggy Style. We were 11 years old, right? Yeah, when man. Doggy Style came out. Yo, this and, I, and this is goes back. Both time I know I had on a pair of red jeans, some Jodacy boots, a flannel shirt, <laughs>
0: uh,
1: a, 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 a turtleneck, and a, and a gold rope chain. You know what I'm saying? Yo, when Doggy <laughs> Style came out. Yo, man, cause I mean, I, we were little yeah. young, young cats, man. So I'd have to sneak and listen to him. And my uncle, Uncle Ellie's dead now yep. he had it. And then like you know, we lived in the hood, so you would have all these cats bumping it. So both sides. Yeah, man.
0: Shout out, shout out, shout out to my uncle Clarence, man. My uncle Clarence, he had it. I would rock with him, man. My uncle Clarence, he had that that uh, that big boy nine eight with the daggone D's on it. He's beating up the block, man. Shout out to my uncle Clarence for letting me listen to and roll with him with doggy style, and. You know, you know me, Jenkins. Back in that time, you know me. I had the all brown boy dicky dicky fit jean or the the Dickie pants, the brown dicky shirt, button all the way up to like maybe the, the fourth button. Had the open top, had the gold on it, had the little gold chain on. Probably oh, had no, no, I no, think no, I probably no, had no, some either some fila.
1: Yeah, we both had feel but that? you're missing one important accessory. And even if you don't say okay. it, I'm gonna I'm call you out. The tails.
0: What? I can't even think of it. Fifth <laughs> grade? Right, right, you had to fail, bro. I did had right, a, You had, I did a had to tail. I did have a tail. Yeah. Hey man, you couldn't tell me shit, boy. I had I had the tail and I and I had like the I had the low boy ramp. Couldn't tell me nothing. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh uh, yeah, man,
1: definitely. Though. So
0: fifth grade,
1: we didn't get to Dickies till we got to middle school. But fifth grade, yeah. So yeah. like when I say low time out, we go back since we was kids and that's my brother. Yo, we was wearing yeah. red. I was wearing red jeans and shit. So yeah, man. So man, give me your top three songs. Your favorite? Give me your favorite three songs off Doggy Style.
0: Uh, my favorite three songs off Doggy Style. I'm definitely gonna go with What's My Name. Just that that beat, the flow. Like I, if you're in a car, if you at a picnic, you at a cookout, you chilling at you know like doing a little uh, doing a little. Little kick kickback at the crib, whatever, have some people over like that, that song, the What's My Name, that's always a cut, always a banger. Um, I also liked the the, uh, the other one, <clears throat> excuse me, the other one that went mainstream, which was Gin and Juice, you heard on the radio, um, so forth and so on, that was a, that, that was a fave, um, but I also liked, <clears throat> excuse me, I also liked the song uh, with Lady of Rage on there for all of my niggas and bitches. Pardon, pardon my French. Yeah. But I did I like that song. Dog Pound was on there, Lady of Rage. I like Lady of Rage. Her flow was killer. that was another one of my favorite, probably one of my top three favorite songs off of there. And if All I right. if I had me, if I had a close if I had a close four, right. I'm gonna go with Doggy Dog World with the dramatics. Okay. Shout out to my pop. I, right. love, so I love I'm, that old school music. Oh yeah,
1: definitely. So for me, my favorite song is jeez and Hustlers, because Snoop was rapping his ass off on and he freestyled Jeez yeah. and Hustlers too. Um uh, second would be uh Doggy Dog Grows Dramatic. And third was uh Murder Was the Case. I love Murder Was the Case.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, Murder was the case that they gave me. Yeah. Man,
1: that was one of the greatest hip hop deb- they one of the greatest hip hop of all time. And to me, still the second best C D that ever came out on Death Row. Between that you can kind of flip back before between that and the chronic. But you know, like, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, To me, those, are those, that, those are my. I can still listen to You Style. I was running through it before we started the show earlier, so that's just something that I, uh, I kind of wanted to, to throw at the people, man. So, and also, if there's something you listen to, hey, give me a go. You know, shoot us an email, shoot us a, uh, you know, yeah. even, you know, shoot us a, a DM on the on the Instagram and on, on, the, the, uh, on the on the Snapchat, thing, Instagram, give Twitter, yeah, yeah, Snapchat too. We'll sit back and get on there. Tell us your favorite song about the doggy style. But I wanted to flip the next one. This one came out, man, it came out 2010. <laughs> on this week, November 22nd, Kanye West dropped My Dark Twisted Fantasy. And oh, I think man. that album's phenomenal. So, me top give me a top three uh, song from My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Uh,
0: number one for me is going to be Runaway with Pusha T. I'm a Pusha T fan. Like Pusha T, um, Runaway. I'm gonna go with Power, and then probably Monster, just because of him and Jay Z on there. I like Nikki, or, or, or I like Rick Ross and Nikki's verse on there too. But Hov, Hov kind of set the tone for me, so those probably are my top three.
1: For me, it's Power. It's a uh, Devil in a Blue Dress, and low key, man. I love oh, I love lame Game. You know,
0: I forgot about Devil in a Blue Dress, man. Hey, Rick Ross cut.
1: was rapping his ass off. Yeah. And speaking of Rick Damn, Ross I forgot about man, that. did you see Did you see Rick Ross, man? He Oprah had her turkeys on Instagram and Rick Ross said that uh he said they look succulent. <laughs> 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 hey man, this is something to because I know can you know Rick Ross be described the stuff to a T so you know when he said succulent, all I could think about would be in the Rick Ross voice. And then Wiley, he posted his chef made some turkey, and Rick Ross said that. What he said, that bird is astounding. Man, I (laughs) damn near fell out my damn chair. Hey man, so I think that was funny. But yeah, man. But I got another question for you. How many classic albums do you
0: think Kanye has? Ooh, how many classic albums? Uh, College Dropout is definitely a classic. College Dropout definitely a classic. Um. Oh man! See, I, I like I like college dropout. I like my dark twisted fantasy, and then I like the what's the what's the one uh, that had new slaves on it? Oh, I can't think of the Yeezus? name of that album. Jesus, I, I, was it Jesus? Because I like I like that. I liked, I liked yes, a lot of cuts that on was, that on that album. Yeah, that was that was that was Jesus. That
1: was the one that had new yeah. slaves and uh,
0: Bound to and
1: the other songs. Yeah.
0: So I'm a, for me, I'm going to say three. I'm going to say two minimum, but in my opinion, I'm going to say three. Because College Dropout and Yeezus, those are classics in my book. I don't even care what nobody say. Um, and, and My Beautiful Dark twi- Twisted Fantasy, I, can, I, can, I will say that it is because I like a lot of cuts on it, but I can see where people would argue that it's not. But there's no denying College Dropout, and there's, a no, there's no denying Yeezus. I'm sorry. Really, we
1: like I said, we differ on this. This is great. So I'm gonna go yeah. with power
0: drop out. I'm gonna go to lay
1: registration. I'm gonna go with my dark twisted fantasy. I don't. I mean, I'm. I didn't include the one. That's that's the second joint. Um, I don't include graduation was really good. I didn't like Jesus and I didn't really like uh, 808 and heartbreaks, which I suppose I think those are like either people love them or hate them. I don't hate it. I just nothing yeah. I to really get into. But yeah, but I think and uh Pablo was really good. I haven't ran through Pablo in a while. But yeah, I, I, I like Pablo. Do, in my opinion, he has three. And in fact, I seen kind of in time. Sir, like oh bet. But uh yeah I uh I and I'll probably and I probably will change my mind. But I'm gonna go, I'm gonna roll with at least three because I don't have a discography
0: mm-hmm. in front of me right the right then and there. But yeah man. Uh, I'm going go graduation Jordan. was so graduation was so. nice too. I forgot about the graduation. I mean I shouldn't have forgot about it. I, it just wasn't one of my favorites Like I said, to me, College Dropout and Yeezus are my favorite, probably my favorite two albums and then my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is probably is that's probably tied with with Graduation. I don't I don't know. Yeah.
1: For me when Brad I think Horses when I when I go problems. to when
0: I go to Kanye, when I go to Kanye, I either go straight to College Dropout or straight to Yeezus. <laughs> I was not feeling 808 and heartbreak. Pablo, Pablo is cool. I liked Pablo. I mean, it's, it's yeah. all right. But if I if I'm going to listen to Kanye or it comes on, like I'm immediately going to one of those two, either Yeezus or or Dropout.
1: Yeah, man. I uh, and it's funny 'cause uh, I remember when I got college dropout, I was with uh, that right, and you know who that is, right?
0: Oh yeah, our homeboy.
1: So we were on we on our way to catch up with homeboy pure. And uh, you know we listened to that mm-hmm. but We bumped that up twice. I mean, Dap his uncle. I had a I had a 1993 Chevy Cavalier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. And put my CD player <laughs> on me and, and me. So uh, we drove that bad boy down to Nashville, Tennessee with bad Burks, <laughs> So shout out, shout out to Dap, shout out to Pure. You know what I'm saying for doing that. Yeah, yeah. man. So like I said, man. Hey, man that's, this is totally, it's totally <laughs> random.
0: So this oh, is oh, totally yeah. random. But hey man, you remember the Snatch Out Radio? <laughs> remember the, the the ones where the face came oh, off? Yeah <laughs> yeah 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 yeah
1: yeah. You remember I had hey, a,
0: you remember I had the detachable face boy in the camera? Yeah, I had a detachable I face a boy, man. Yeah, yeah man. You either had to have pioneer boy, man. You had, you had anything yeah, had, else had, that was a like, man, hey, this nigga. I had I had, a, I, had,
1: a, I, had a, I had a pioneer, man. So yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember having the detachable face boy had came with a little black case yeah. putting in so somebody was busting yeah. your car, man. But yeah, man. Had a little beats up yeah, in there.
0: Yeah,
1: bro. Both I had beats in his car. It was a good time, man. Oh man. Dude, man. You
0: know I had man. the daggone... on. Definitely. Are you talking about when you say I had beats in are you talking about the Mercury or are you talking about the Blazer? I'm talking about the Mercury. Now. I had beat I had beats in both of them. Now, now, now the Mercury the Mercury beat it. The Mercury had beats, but that blazer boy I used to call that beast about a ton I used to kill yeah. had them, six, yeah, had them man, two, so. six in the back, hey. but yeah, that's a whole I, I didn't went off on a whole other tangent, y'all, I'm sorry
1: nah, nah, <laughs> right nah, then, nah, I nah. go way nah. back man <laughs> way back, <laughs> but, yeah, way a, back, but these man.
0: are these are the the cars that we're talking to y'all about or where we listen to this music at, so that's why it kind of resonated with me a little bit, so you know that's just, let's just let y'all in hey. a little bit more every 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 episode. We give y'all a little bit more, a little bit more of of us. You know what I mean? This this is what Mike J and I are about. You know, we're about having fun, having about good times, talk about us growing up, that sort of thing. So, you know, shout-out to everybody who knew Betsy, a.k.a. my Mercury. Everybody knew Betsy in the city. It's the only one like it, had rims, had all that jazz. Shout-out to everybody who rocked with oh. me when I had Betsy. And shout-out to everybody that was still there when I had Beast by the Ton, too. That daggone blazer was a monster out there. Well hell, I was there because I helped you put rims
1: in your car. You remember that we went over tonight? I know. It took like eight hours to put them rims in your car. And shout out to me yeah. like buying the Project Pass C D and this is before I got a C D official C D player in my car. I had the Disney that you had to hook up to the tape deck. Yo, man, I yeah, was man. Up. Hey, we was beating through the hood though. Yeah, <laughs> we was beating yeah, we was, we those, was beat man. with the
0: Disney. Yeah, man. Them lying them mind. lying ass disseminants and talking about anti skip. Knowing damn well they skip hey, no matter what you do.
1: Tear your damn C D up. Yeah, I still got I still got some <laughs> of them CDs is all torn up, man. They look like they look like spinning rims. I mean got some scratches on them, man. But uh definitely that's just kinda of how we was getting down during that time. So uh you know, every up, you know, like I said, both time out we kick it tough. that's my brother and mean we go back. For me, helping to put rims on yep. the car, him helping to help, help me do things, and then all of our partners, even though we've known over the years. So, uh, shout out to everybody, man, and uh, appreciate y'all rocking with us. You know, numbers are looking really, really good. You know, we definitely, uh, you know, for those who haven't seen it, we've changed our logo. So, we've done doing some different things, and we're possibly going to have some merch. We're going to have merch. Not possibly. You know, I was just went to church today, heard a good word, so walking in safe, so, Next year, we're gonna definitely have some merch for y'all. So hopefully, not everybody will sit back and pick up some different things that we will have in the Organic Man Manish podcast. And uh, man, Bowtie, you have any closing words?
0: No, no doubt, no doubt, man. Uh, definitely, definitely. Much respect to to everybody who's been growing with us. Everybody who has been, you know rock with us, showing support. Those of us who who haven't really supported and just given some good feedback. You know, we all we want to continue to grow, so forth and so on as well. So. Shout out to everybody. Um, and and real quick, um, before I kind of get into my last little parting word or whatnot, I don't want anyone to think uh that, you know, Mike J and I, we've been kind of gone going through a lot of different things on our own, you know, personal things have come up. We still support, still are praying for all of those individuals that have been affected um in the different things that have gone on, the, the the various mass shootings, um, things of that nature. Just because it's another week does not mean that we do not support those families, those individuals affected, so we definitely are still sending prayers up to you guys, definitely supporting you guys and everything that you do, so forth, and so on. so you know just just continue to know <clears throat> excuse me, continue to know that you guys got some support here from the grown manish podcast so uh per usual, my say you know uh both high fresh apart and thought, so we want you to be humble enough to know that you're not better than anyone, but also be wise enough to know that you are different from the rest. Once again, appreciate y'all. Love what y'all, you know, love the support. Hit us up, you know, Twitter, Snapchat, Instagram, Grown Manish Pod. You know, you can follow us or just DM us some, some questions, comments, anything like that. We love to hear from y'all. We love to interact with y'all. And we'll holler at y'all later, man. Have a good work week. Get your Monday started off white. Get, get your Monday started off right. <laughs> that got me sound like oh, yeah, man. Get your money, get your, money uh, get, hey, your, man. get your work We started off right Be blessed y'all I right,
1: appreciate everybody Listening man And for me uh, When you're going through Stuff man Realize that the fire Is not meant to hurt you It is meant to build you So definitely man Appreciate everybody Showing support Give us some Five star ratings On iTunes Spread the show We out of here Peace out Stop
0: into Lowe's to fit a few more projects and a lot more savings into summer. Get your deck looking its best with the new Valspar Exterior Stain. It covers in one coat,
1: is rain-ready in four hours, provides all-weather defense from the elements, and it's only at Lowe's. Then, get ready to kick off the fall grilling season with savings of up to 20% on select grills. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Grill offer valid through 829 while supplies last. See store for details.